Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm joined by former Eden Prairie High School hockey player and current player for the Denver Women's Club Hockey Team, Jenna Rubin. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Jenna, and how's everything going? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for coming on. As we talked about before we started recording today, you're the first ever club hockey player to come on the podcast. So I'm super excited to talk to you today. Now, I want to sort of dive into the beginning of your hockey career and kind of work all the way up to where you are today. So uh, doing research on yourself, it says that you're from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. So talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so my mom had me in a lot of different sports like dance and gymnastics and swimming. But I had two older brothers who played hockey and I was like, nope, I want to be like them. And so my mom let me um, play hockey and I grew up in a really small town outside of Eden Prairie. And I played youth hockey there until we didn't have a team anymore. And then I transferred over to Eden Prairie and played with them for six years. But I'm very grateful to have the opportunity to transfer there and have a hockey career. Yeah, who was your favorite player growing up? I'm assuming it was someone on the wild, but if it wasn't, uh, f- feel free to let me know who it was. Yes, of course. It was Zach Parisi. And I'm sure you've heard that a lot from all the Minnesotan girls. Um, always my favorite team. Parisi was just so good with the wild. So I feel like Parisi was a lot of wild fans' favorite players back in the 2010s era. I feel like now it's probably Kaprizov. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I had it. Parisi jersey and now I have a Kaprizov jersey. Nice. I think I used to have an old Minnesota Wild Parisi jersey back when I was a kid. It's obviously doesn't fit me anymore. I don't even know if I have it anymore, but it was an it's yeah. I like the Wild jerseys a lot because it's like I think the green works really well and the way they design it, I think, is really cool. Right. Yeah. Like you mentioned uh before college hockey, you played for your high school at Eden Prairie. Uh talk about your high school hockey experience. Yeah. I miss it every day, honestly. I Minnesota high school hockey is so intense and it's so much more competitive and enjoyable. And, you know, we had ice time six times a week, probably two games mixed in there. And then after each practice, we would have lift and agility. And I just, I really do miss that a lot. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. What's like your favorite high school hockey memory when you look back on it now? Oh, um, my, oh yeah, definitely when I first made varsity and it was my first game, I didn't think I would play at all. And so I was like super nervous because right when I got to the rink, it said I was on second line, which meant I was playing and I just got the craziest butterflies in my stomach, but I have never played better than I did in that moment. That's awesome. And what makes the Minnesota high school hockey scene so special? Because obviously I'm not from there and it just seems like a little bit different compared to other states. Like, I think it's so cool that you guys can play where you grew up in your hometown because most hockey players have to move away from home in order to sort of make a career for themselves in the sport. Right. Yeah. I loved growing up in Minnesota because everybody is a hockey fan. Every single person knows how to skate. Everybody knows it. And like when I come to Denver, People are like, oh, you're from Minnesota, so you know how to play hockey. Because everybody everybody from Minnesota knows how to play hockey. But it made like for such a great fan base. And again, I play great under pressure, so the big fan base was amazing for me. 
Yeah, that's really cool that you guys can sell out a NHL arena for high school hockey. What? Yeah. Why do you think high school hockey is so popular in Minnesota? Because I always find it strange that it's the only state where it seems to like matter the most, I guess, if that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, I actually, I don't even know. It's just like, it's such an experience, especially like just watching them play in the Minnesota Wild rink just filling out the stands like my I never went to state but my our boys hockey team went to state and like just watching them play under under like the limelight was just so cool to see and obviously Eden Prairie is one of the best towns in Minnesota hockey I was just doing research you guys have some really good talented players that are from there including like Casey Middlestad who's currently with the Buffalo Sabres Uh, what's it like sort of growing up in a town with so much hockey history Oh, I don't even know. I just, so many people here will ask me like, oh, do you know them? And I'm like, well, I know of them. I didn't really yeah. have that experience, but it just like, it made it in my head. It was more available to me to go out and play college hockey because I knew so many people who got the opportunity before me. And uh, how did your high school hockey experience help prepare you for club hockey with Denver today? Yeah, it was so it was very intense, which totally prepared me for college hockey and like setting aside time for school and also for hockey. And again, we don't have as much like practice or hockey time as we did in high school. So I yeah, it's like. I feel like high school hockey was a lot more intense than it is now, Mm -hmm. but I definitely was prepared from like coaching wise and and learning all the systems my coaches gave me in high school. But yeah. No, normally there's a recruiting process to go to college hockey. However, for club hockey, that's not the case. So this is the first time I really get to ask this, but why did you choose to go to Denver versus other schools you might've looked at? Yeah. So my junior and senior year was COVID. And um, so I didn't really get to tour many schools and Denver happened to be one of the schools that I had toured because I have some family out here who we visit and I just love the mountains. I love our area because we were, we got a mountain view. We've got a city view and it's just great. And I just knew I would have a great time playing hockey here, even though it was like, you know, a newer program, like very small. I like last year, not this past season, but the, my freshman year, we had a few games where there was only eight of us playing. <laughs> yeah. That's supposed to be fun though. Cause at least you're yeah. like, you're playing the entire game, I assume. Yeah, that was really fun. And you mentioned sort of how it's sort of a new club hockey team, but Denver is a hockey school. Obviously, the men's team won the national championship last year. What's it like uh, going to a school that isn't in Minnesota, but still a hockey school? It must be nice sort of for you that you're always surrounded by the sport you love, I guess. Yes, I love it. And since it's such a small school, everybody kind of knows each other. And so, like, I know a bunch of the guys on the men's hockey team, and they're great guys, too. And so... Yeah, it's great going here. Have you ever had the chance to play at Magnus before? Yes, we have some some of our games each season are able to be played in Magnus. But since our games are usually Friday, Saturdays, men's teams are, we usually have to play on the other rink. Yeah, that's cool. You got to get to play it. What's that? What was that experience like for you doing that? Because that's a nice arena. Yeah, it was the first time I stepped out onto Magnus, I was just in shock. I took my phone out on the ice for tryouts because I needed to send my mom a picture of me. Yeah. And 
it's just insane. I wish we could like pull a crowd to fill that place up. So hopefully in the future we can get like a NCAA D1 team and fill that place up. <laughs> I think it's about time, especially since there's been a lot of success regarding hockey with this university. Yes, exactly. Now talk about the major and the classes you're taking, because doing research on yourself, it says that you're a psychology major, but that was before you joined. So I didn't know if you've changed majors since then. Yeah, I am still a psychology major and I have two minors in communications and criminology, hoping to go in the FBI or to do something with that. But I love the topic of psychology because it's just so interesting to learn about like the things our brains do and how to deal with mental illnesses and stuff like that. That's really cool. Do you want to like work as like a psychologist with the FBI? Yeah, I want to either be like a profiler. That's always been like my dream to just go be out in the field. But a, a professor I had this year, she works in prisons and she's like a prison therapist. And I also think that's very interesting. Yeah, I could not do that. It's a little scary for me, unfortunately. <laughs> but Getting back to the hockey stuff, uh, what's the process like for joining the women's hockey team at Denver? Yeah, so we have like a week of tryouts. And again, we only have ice time two times a week. So there's two tryouts and we we do recruit some people like verbally commit. And so we'll have some people coming in who like have a spot already, but they still like try out. And then we have girls who just come in and try out for our team who haven't talked to our coach yet which is great because we're bringing in so much talent each year. And I'm so excited for next year to get the new girls and to keep building our team. Yeah. Is there any on ice adjustment that you have to make in club hockey versus high school? Yes. The ice time again, I was so used to having so much that now when we have it twice a week, it's much more difficult to stay in the like hockey mindset and so each time you step on the ice, you have to just like be mentally prepared because you don't get on the ice as much as you normally would. Do you think that was a hard adjustment for yourself since you grew up in a hockey state, whereas for some of your teammates, they might have been used to that sort of thing? Yes, absolutely. A lot of my teammates make fun of me because <laughs> I want to play hockey at all times. And sometimes we'll, there'll be some illnesses on the team and we'll have to like cancel practice. They'll be like, okay, if you want to go, like, let me know. And I'm the only person that says like, yes, I want to go to practice because many of our players are from like out East and other places where they did not play high school hockey. Yeah. 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 I would want to play as much as I can. I feel like after yeah. COVID, like I, it's one of those things I tried not to take for granted anymore. Yeah, exactly. Now talk about what's like playing in the ACHA and the competition that you guys play every weekend. Because it looks so much fun based on the videos I see. It looks actually more fun than um, Division One hockey, honestly. I love playing in the ACHA. I'm very happy with my choice because I get to focus on my schoolwork while also playing the sport I love. And there's so much competition. Like, I, especially my favorite place was Utah we went to this year because they treat their program like an NCAA Division One program. So they were super fun to play, super like high energy, um, like place to be in. I loved it. Yeah. And obviously, like, I don't think of Utah as a hockey place, too. That must right. have been, it's what's it like there? I feel like it's sort of in the middle of nowhere, probably because I'm so far out. 
to the east that I don't really think about that state at all. Yeah, it's in it's in Salt Lake City. And so we we got to do a little traveling and tourism while we were there. But they just had a rink on their campus and a, they had a very big campus and a big rink. And it was like filled like we don't have. It was sort of like Magnus, just a little smaller. Yeah. So like Division one rink. But and they had announcers, they had a live stream. It was crazy. Loved it. Yeah. Has that been your favorite road arena to play in? Yeah, absolutely. Especially because of the live stream. So my parents could watch it. And each time the announcers talked about me, my parents went crazy. <laughs> I just, yeah, it was great. Hopefully they were saying good things about you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had to rewatch it to make sure. <laughs> yeah, because you just you never know what the visiting announcers if they like want to take some subtle shots at you. So yes. They were actually like very neutral. They were. That's good. That You need to be that way as a broadcaster, yeah. but I feel like in today's world, you don't see that as much as you would think. Yeah. Now talk about, I guess, um, uh, your season this past year, because just looking at the stats from elite prospects, I don't know how accurate they are, but compared from your freshman year to your sophomore year, you improved a lot individually. It said that you had like, I think one point your freshman year. And then this year you had 20 points. I don't know how accurate that is. So you can say if that is, but what was like some of the things you worked on during the off season and during the season that led to the improvement that you made from your freshman year to your sophomore year, because scoring 15 goals is very hard. And and no matter what league you play in. Yes. So I, I had about the same amount of points. I did have 20 this year and I had 21 last year. Okay. Same uh, thing. But last year I had much more points because I played like entire games so yeah it was an adjustment this year but over the summer I like to play beer league hockey with my brothers up in Minnesota and it's just so much fun and it keeps me in a hockey mindset and I continue to lift throughout the entire year to keep up my strength and my my physical health and how do you balance hockey and school because obviously it's not it's a little bit more of a challenge I guess for a club hockey player versus someone who has a scholarship right yeah I I'm very lucky to be very organized and like hardworking. And so I have no problem balancing my school and hockey, but I'm sure like somebody who has a STEM major is struggling much more than I am. And obviously one thing I found interesting was University of Colorado has a club hockey team as well. I want to ask you if that's like sort of a rivalry between you guys and what's that like? Yes, we do have a rivalry. And they're super fun to play. So last year we lost to them 10 to one. And then last year we beat them for the first time in program history. And our team went crazy. We were so excited. That was such a big step for our program. And I can't wait to play them again next year. Yeah. Talk a little bit about this past season and what you took away from it. Yeah. I, so again, we, didn't have many players my freshman year so this year we had like a full four lines we had people who were like we had scratches you know and so it was like a battle for your ice time and so it made me work a lot harder especially with some of the new girls because we brought in a lot of talent this year and I'm really excited to see them play next year because I think our program is just going up from here any cool trips in the works for next season that you can share um I don't know. We typically, I know we're going to Arizona because we flip flop like every year. And that's going to be fun. Yeah. I think we might be going to Montana state and I'm not sure. Usually we take an out East trip, 
like this year we went to Rhode Island, but I'm not really sure if any of these are for sure yet, but I would really love to go play the University of Minnesota so my parents could come watch that. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I hope the Arizona trip happens because that's the fun. That's it's always nice to take a trip to warm weather during the middle of the winter. Exactly. Now, I guess, what does your team hope to improve for next season and what are your goals and expectations for next year? Yeah, so we've been working a lot on scoring and capitalizing on the opportunities that we get because that's one thing that we struggled with all season is just, you know, getting the puck in the net because we're doing everything else right. And we've got, our team has such a positive mindset, which is like our biggest strength because no matter what happens, we're still, you know, smiling after the game, you know, which will be great to mix in when we can capitalize on our opportunities. And obviously you're going to be an upperclassman next year. It's hard to believe how fast the time has flown. Uh, What type of leadership are you going to try to bring? Are you going to be more of a vocal leader, lead by example type of player, especially since, like I mentioned, you're one of the older players on the team next year. Yeah, I know time really did go by fast, but um, I think I'm both a vocal and a demonstrative leader because one thing that I've been working on for the last like five years is just like keeping a positive mindset, especially in the game of hockey. And so I think I can bring that to my team by, you know, in the locker room on and off the ice. I'm always like trying to be positive and giving everybody else a positive mindset, whether it's like cheering each other on the bench or giving a heartfelt speech in the locker room. What are some of the speeches that you've given? <laughs> if you if you can't, if it has to be between your, you and your teammates, I understand, but it's not like miracle, right? No, no, <laughs> it's usually like, it's usually me screaming at the top of my lungs and being like, we can do this. Like all of you are so much better than every other person we're playing. You know, like I just try to get the energy up while also putting positivity in their minds. Love it. <laughs> yeah. We all, we all need teammates like that. Cause I was, I was the quiet teammate Jenna. So I never really liked talking in the locker room cause I was just too afraid to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're now in the segment I like to call the non-hockey segment or ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit more off the ice. First one is what music do you like to listen to? Oh, I love country music. My brother got me hooked on country music from a very young age, and I haven't kicked it. Are you more into old school country or new school? Oh, definitely new school, because I love like Morgan Wallen, Zach Bryan. Yeah. All the new songs. Yeah, I love the new album that Morgan Wallen made. It's pretty good. I like the 98 Brave song. That's probably like my most listened to country song this year, if I had to pick one. Really? Oh, I love that one. What's your favorite song from the new album? One Thing at a Time. Yeah. That song is just so upbeat and I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good catchy song. Yeah. Now, what would the perfect day look like for you? Oh, hockey would definitely be involved in my perfect day. You know, I would probably wake up pretty early, go get a bagel from Brugger's. I love them. And I would probably, you know, get ready for my big game day. We'd probably be playing against CSU. I really like to play against them. Uh, My parents would be at the game because I play really well when they're there also. And then I'd probably, there'd be a wild game on right after mine. Yeah. (laughs) I'd watch that as well. But yeah, hockey, hockey, hockey. Yeah, mine's pretty similar. I'll probably be going to a hockey game and then having like good food after. Yeah. 
So pretty basic, but, and then during the summer, I would be like a baseball game because I like baseball as well. So that'll, that'll be my two seasonal thing. Perfect days. If I had to pick one. Oh yeah. That's a good thing. Now I don't, I, I was looking through the DU women's club hockey Instagram and I didn't see any pregame outfits that you guys pull up with. So I guess I'll ask you, who do you think has the best style on the team? I'm going to assume that it's yourself, but besides <laughs> yourself, uh, who would you say has the best style on the team? See, I would love if we did pregame outfits, but none of my teammates want to. So yes, I think I do have the greatest style, but I would definitely give this one to Lucy Ward because she is always wearing Patagonia and North Face. So she's like always in her climbing gear. She's ready to go. I love it. So you have to be in Colorado. Yes, exactly. Uh, what's uh, Who's the funniest teammate you have? Oh, Molly O'Hanley. She is hilarious and she never fails to make me laugh. If there was a movie made about your life, who would you want to play yourself? Jennifer Aniston. I just love her as an actress and as a person. So I would want her. That's cool. That's cool. And then what is the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? You know, I've been learning a lot in my bio class and we learned we're in like our little nutrition unit right now. And so we've learned about metabolism and the kind of foods that you should be eating that like, you know, affect it. And so it's helped me a lot with like nutrition and keeping myself physically healthy. Yeah, that's good. I think for me, I had to write a paper in history class about the 1990s. And so that was pretty interesting since I obviously was not alive during that time period. So we're learning about like George Bush's presidency and Bill Clinton's presidency and like what happened I just thought that was interesting. And then uh, since you are one of work in uh, the FBI, I was watching a documentary about the Boston Marathon bombing and how they found the two suspects. And I thought that was pretty interesting as well. Yes, I love the process of, you know, finding the people. That's what like Criminal Minds was always my favorite show because it was, you know, catching the criminal. And so that's what got me into thinking psychology. Yeah, I think for this particular thing, it was interesting because they like had such short time to find them because you don't want them doing more bad things. Yes. So it's like sort of like trying to like be diligent and like sneaky, but also like trying to be like speed up the process as much as you could, which that's what I thought made the documentary so interesting. Yeah. And then uh, last non-hockey question for you is uh, if... I guess, oh, never mind. I, I don't know. I'll just do one more on the top of my head. But if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Oh, yeah. I would choose Morgan Wallen again. Mm-hmm. Love him, love his music. Would love to have lunch with him. Here's the other one I was attempting to say. This is a good uh, podcast blooper for anyone listening. So I apologize for that. But what's your most embarrassing hockey moment? Oh, my God. I do have a really good one for this. So when we... So Minnesota high school hockey is a big thing. And to go to state, you have to win sections. And so Minnetonka was our high school rival and we were playing them in the section championship. And I think it was my junior year. And (laughs) it was like middle of the game. I go up for like my second shift of the game. And since it was so loud in there because there's so many people, I didn't hear the whistle. I never heard the whistle and I go and I score and I'm like celebrating my goal that I just scored. And like, I, I was right in front of the Minnetonka student section. So they were all chirping me and it was just very embarrassing. And I'm still embarrassed about it to this day. Yeah. That's tough. Especially in front of all those people. Right. 
Well, if it makes you feel any better, when I was like doing research on yourself, there was like obviously a lot of photos of you during your Eden Prairie High School hockey day. And there's one photo of you like rocking someone uh, from Blake, I believe. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember this. I It was in like five papers. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt bad for the girl that you, but it was honestly one of the best hitting photos I've seen. So I feel you really? got it. In my oh, opinion, it was just there's not a lot of good women's hockey checking photos. So yeah. that was a good one. Like it was like yeah. full on body check, like open ice. And I thought it was really cool. So I got to give you a shout out for that. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, what, 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 did you get a penalty for that? No, I actually... I don't know what it is about me, but I am very good at not getting penalties. And cause I'm, I've always been a very physical, like a bigger player on my team. So I tend to get away with hits. You know, people usually bounce off me, mm-hmm. but yeah, I love it. Do you think body checking should be allowed in women's hockey? Absolutely. I've, I like grew up playing men's hockey. I grew up watching men's hockey and I just, it would add so much to our game and it's such a crucial part, especially like so many girls put in the time and work in the off season lifting and gaining strength, but then we can't really use that to our advantage. Yeah. It also makes no sense that like men can check, but you guys can't, especially since you guys are going against other women's hockey players as well yeah. that are just as strong as you. So I, I never understood that logic. Exactly. I know. And then I go play beer league with a bunch of men over the summer and they're hitting me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I feel like I'll be too embarrassed to do something like that. That's just me. Right. right. You'd think so, but. <laughs> hey, I got to respect it though. You got to play hard no matter what the league is. Right. Yeah. Now get, I guess this sort of le- leans into my next question I have for you, but what should be done to help grow women's hockey? Oh, I love the media exposure that's been happening lately, especially like with the NHL and they, they've been including a lot of, like women's players and on like the all-star games and like the the like um nhl games and stuff like that and i think it could be brought down to like you know college hockey you know like the university of denver we have such a big like hockey we're such a hockey school now and if we got a little bit of exposure from them i think that you know we could grow our program and we could become a d1 team one day so yeah, I hope that happens for you guys. And I think it will at some point. I don't see how, like, I don't know. I feel like it's such a big hockey school like yours. I don't see how they, like, will wait as long as for a long time to make it happen. Yeah, right. Now, I guess this sort of leads into my next question as well. But obviously, there's a lot of younger players that listen to this podcast. And I feel like a lot of them don't really know much about club hockey, especially in the yeah. women's side. So, why would, so for a younger player listening to this, what, why why should they play club hockey uh, from your from your perspective since it seems like you're having a lot of fun with it yeah I love playing club hockey and I'm very happy with my choice I know like for me personally I didn't get a chance to go anywhere after high school and so I knew that I wanted to keep playing and like so my advice to you is to keep playing if there's even just a tiny little part of you that wants to play college hockey please play club hockey. It is so much fun. It is not a huge time commitment and it's really fun. And you meet so many new people. And you get to go to cool places as well. Yes. I think uh, someone told me that he thought club hockey players love hockey more because it's like, you're not, you're just playing for the love of the game. Cause a lot of other players like who are in division one, they're playing for a scholarship or a chance to play pro and you guys are just playing. Cause you just love hockey. And that's why he said, like he thought club hockey players 
love hockey the most in college hockey. Exactly. I think that as well, because, you know, we're not playing for any reason, you know, we're not playing yeah. for that scholarship or any of that. We're, we're even paying to play ourselves. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. We definitely love it a lot more. Now, do you have any shout outs you want to give uh, to any of your former teammates at Eden Prairie, current teammates at Denver, family members, friends, uh, feel free to do that now. Yeah, for sure. Um, big shout out to my brothers, Jake and Shane, because they're the reason I play hockey in the first place. And I love them so much. And my mom and dad, because they're so supportive of me. And yeah, shout out to Grace Kuypers and Christina Spanier from high school, because you guys are awesome. And I miss you guys. Yes. Who should we interview next? Um, because you are a first club hockey player. Is there anyone else that you know that plays club hockey that we should interview next? It doesn't even need to be someone on your team. Yeah. I know some club hockey players at other schools that would be, you know, okay. University of Minnesota, Ava Wagner. She, I think she just graduated this year, but so she's had four, she's got four years of experience under her belt. And I mm -hmm. think it would be great to hear from her. Awesome. I'll definitely reach out. Well, thank you so much, Jenna, though, for coming on the podcast. I appreciate your time. It means so much to myself. Yeah. I wish you and your teammates nothing but the best stuff for next season. And hopefully um, we'll, Denver will get a D1 team at some point on the yeah. women's side. And then uh, I'm just excited to have more club hockey players on the podcast. So thank you for being the first one and starting the trend. Of course, I'm so honored to be here and I'm so honored to be the first. And I am really happy that you're like, getting this out there because I'm sure, like you said, there's so many other like high school kids who don't know about the mm -hmm. ACHA and this is a great exposure for them. Well, thank you for coming on. You got a smile that makes the sun rise. You make it shine. But I can see that you don't realize